So Todd, you like to gamble. Did you hear the story in Florida about the Floridian man who wins the poker tournament and yes, the female yeah. poker sporting <laughs> event? I play poker and I follow the World Series poker and all that stuff. There's a ladies event and every year there's a few guys who think it's funny to enter, which I think is so obnoxious. I hate that men can play and I don't understand how people can still play even though it's a ladies event. Because they're identifying as a woman, right? <laughs> I don't think so. I, I don't even think it's that. I think it's a woman's event, but people just register anyway. Joe, what are you ready to say? <laughs> I feel like you're baiting me. Is what you're doing? You're baiting me. Are you baiting me? Is that a scam? No, I just saw it because I know Todd loves to gamble, and I sent it to him. Yeah, uh, and he won. Yeah, he won the pot. Right, five thousand over five thousand dollars. No, 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 no. It had to have been much more than that because it was it was a whole event, right? Didn't he come in first? It's a ladies' event, though. You know, it's like. You know, 70 cents on the dollar, Todd. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, I think you're right. Oh, so it must have been a small tournament, Jedi. It was only a $250 entry. Yeah, he won 5555 Yeah, what yeah. was it, like 12 people in that tournament? That's why they let guys in it. Yeah, it was, oh, listen, <laughs> yeah, so it was... listen, you know what? Let's just talk about it for a second then. So literally this morning I was teaching the next generation of professional broadcasters and my mom, through Messenger, sent me a video of a bunch of people from some podcast, and they were talking shit about Leah Thomas, the swimmer. Oh, here we go. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And I got to tell you, I looked it up because I was like, my impression of Leah Thomas was decent male swimmer, okay female swimmer. Um, Here's the crazy thing. His speed is 15 seconds lower than when he was a man because of seconds. the hormones and stuff. His his time is 15 seconds less now as a woman. But it's his number body one, is the same. It's number one for women, <laughs> but it just goes to show you shave 15 seconds off the number 400 man in the world, and he's the number one woman in the world. Right. So wait, so the hormones made him slower? Um, yes. Yes. Just the, the whole process. Yeah. He lost 15 seconds off his time as a man, Todd, but that was a female record anyway. Right, right, right. Exactly. So he's, you know, I don't know, man. You know that, um, um, Fallon Fox, the MMA fighter, yes. the transgender, right? And she beat the bejesus out of that lady. And then was like, you like that? You know, in her next fight, Fallon Fox got the shit kicked out of her by a woman. Did you know that? Wait, wait, wait. wait. Fallon Fox was a guy now. Fallon Fox is a transgender woman. Used to be a dude. Yes, he was a man the, and people were going nuts because she beat the bejesus out of this lady. It was crazy. Didn't she like break her skull or something? Just about. It was Dude, really she bad. was hitting yeah. that lady. It was like you wanted to call a cop and be like, that man can't hit that lady. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You did. And I'm not like that. But, but that was messed up. But he just lost to a woman, an actual woman. Joe, you always bring up the, the, the transgenders that lose to women, though. <laughs> you always bring up that end of it. So here's what people will have you believe that. I'm going to just decide tomorrow I'm a female swimmer because I really want to win a trophy and I don't care where the trophy comes from. Right. So I'm not really a woman, but I'm just pretending to be a woman so I can win a trophy. That's the impression that they give you. And my insistence is, is if you look at the actual competitions, most of these transgender athletes are still shitty athletes. They're not winning as men or as women. There was um there's a Bulgarian powerlifter. As a as a teenage man, he was setting records. Right. And now as a female, he's winning golds and stuff. Yeah, but that's only part of the argument. Isn't the other half of the locker room situation where they, you know, they're not fully transitioned and females don't want to be in the locker room with a physical man? 
<laughs> I don't think that guy's pulling his dick out in the locker room. Is my guess. Uh, and I and Jedi. I'm not saying he's a Jedi. Pervert, but that was in the news. Jedi. That recently happened in the news. If if that if if that's a thing, that's an issue. I don't know that it is. If it is, I'm opposed to that. That's fucked up. That should not happen. I 100% would agree with that. I don't believe that's necessarily the case. I think Katie might have just mentioned a one-off situation where maybe that happened once. I just heard that in the news recently at a school. I don't know. I don't remember where it was, but I just recently heard that. Yeah, penises shouldn't be near vaginas in locker rooms at schools. Uh, that I agree with. It's a sacred place. Yeah, that, that's something everyone can agree on. And, and so even though we say that, it'll still be some type of debate. Well, though, that's the other thing. That's the other thing is I hear people constantly say, Joe Rogan and Jordan Peters and all these other twats, they're going, you can't even talk about it. I talk about this every single day, all the time. No one's telling me I can't. No one's stopping me. No one's like, you're canceled. Have you checked your I... emails lately? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. It also, I think it's also in how you say it. Because, listen, I, I have a relative who's who's transitioning. And I try to be supportive of her. Even though I've known her as a he most of her life. I have questions about it. She was having mental issues before she transitioned. I've got questions, you know, but I'm not a dick about it. And I think if more people weren't a dick about it, I think, again, and this is such a small, small problem. 0.4% right, okay. of the entire population is transgender. 0.4%. That's a small little number, and people the are is, freaking out about it. I'm not a cis woman. I'm a woman. So when well, they funny story. Funny me, story about right? that. Let me correct you right <laughs> now. Let me correct you right now. Cisgender has always been a thing. That's always been a thing. We just use it now. It's That's not like some newfangled term. It's something they've always had that. I'm not they saying didn't need to that put the caveat in I'm, before. I see myself as a woman. <laughs> Jenna, I, again, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this legit, legit question. Let's say Katie here, and we'll tell you who Katie is in a minute, but let's say Katie, very pretty lady. Let's say Katie's actually a dude. Would you tell her to her face that that's not a woman? Would you tell her that? I don't think you would. I'm talking about me. I'm not talking about her. No, I know. If they, she I guess, wants to identify I, listen, as a woman. That's fine. Jedi. Jedi. All that nonsense, liberal bullshit about birthing persons <laughs> instead of mothers. I mean, I, listen, <laughs> there's like good intentions. And then there's like, just why you're trying too hard. And, and that's a classic case, Jedi, of trying too hard. That's a very minority opinion in the grand scheme of this, though. Yeah, yeah. I beg to differ. <laughs> I'm in California <laughs> and in Hawaii. Well, you live in Freakville. That's your fault. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why you would. I don't know why you live there. <laughs> Wait, Joe, are you saying Freakville is in California or Hawaii? Yes, oh. well, both. <laughs> yeah. I know. Listen, not for nothing. And I, I'm listen, I don't I'm sure the people in Hawaii dislike me because I've never really had positive things to say about Hawaiians. They're territorial, they're rude. They think like the listen, we stole that thing from you. You know what I'm saying? If we want to come by, use the beaches, we're using the beaches. Jedi, I'm only joking. I'm totally <laughs> joking right now. <laughs> I love Hawaii. I've always wanted to visit. And I hope I still can. Did I ever tell you guys when I went to Hawaii to visit my friend? Uh, I checked I checked a bunch of lobsters, clam chowder, um, steamers. I checked it under the – you can just check it like luggage. And I thought it was the greatest thing in the world. Jedi, what do you guys have? Do you guys have like blue lobsters there? Yeah, we have um, – yeah, you, I mean, I don't know where to – if they bring them in or not, but I'm not a lobster fan. I like crab. Chicken. More. Chicken. 
Yeah. Beef. A lot of pork. chicken out there. <laughs> no fried dough, though, Joe. <laughs> yeah. How are you going to, Latat? You know what? It's funny. They talk about like Hawaii's a paradise and they don't have fried dough there. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, I don't think so. They do. Yeah. It's malasadas. Remember, we talked about this, Joe? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that's like, um, uh, uh, what's the Spanish bananas? Pantines? Oh, uh, plant, plantains. 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 Yeah. Those are disgusting. They're so good. No. You haven't had them made right. When you Maybe. Them and they're all is sweet. that what it is? Yeah. I'll take a banana over a plantain any day of the week. I mean, if, you, if you're trying to eat it like a banana, then it's probably not that great. But yeah. Okay. Am I doing it wrong? Probably it's delicious. <laughs> We might be doing it wrong. I need Jedi, a recipe. You know what I had in Hawaii, Jedi? Do you guys have rambutans? You know what that is? No. You know what what is that? Oh, it looks like uh, it's like a furry strawberry that you like, you open up. You, oh, I'm surprised you don't know that. No. I don't oh, know what yeah, that is. Think. We might. I don't know. I got to go Chinatown and look. <laughs> might be called something else. There's even a Chinatown in Hawaii? Joe, is there a Chinatown in Connecticut? There is not a Chinatown in Connecticut. There's only about nine Asians in the entire state. <laughs> We're low on low on the Asian count here in the big CT. <laughs> What's up, Mark's Crimes, Conspiracies, and Beyond? Back with Jedi Todd and, of course, producer Joe. Taxes and death are the only things in life that are final. Is there an afterlife? Let's discuss what keeps men us up at night. But first, also, let's welcome our guest, Katie. Thank you for coming on the show. Hello. Hi, Katie. So before we get into this, I'm going to think right now, Jedi, you, uh, you believe in it. I'm on the fence, and Joe, uh, I, actually, Joe, I think probably does, but doesn't believe in God, <laughs> and, and we'll see what the deal is with Katie. So, Jedi, tell us a little bit about the afterlife. What's the afterlife? It means the existence of life after death. It's like a consciousness, consciousness that exists outside of the physical body. So we're going to get to Katie's story, Joe. But before we do, I want to tell you how I know Katie. We're just Facebook friends. We never met. But the reason I sent her a friend request is because we follow the same page. You know Turtle Boy, right, Joe? Yep. You know of him. Now, yeah. what show do you think Katie was on? He was on a news show, like on a segment of the show. Very popular. A number one rated show, actually. Yeah, number, number one. Millions of viewers. You were on Joe Rogan? No. This would probably be, would you, I mean, it's hard to. Well, it's maybe? currently been in the news recently. There's yeah. <laughs> the show's not so much anymore. You won't be on it anymore. Oh, Tucker Carlson. Yeah. So that was what, Ooh. was that the, was that the Rachel, was that the Rachel Rollins road rage incident? It was. Joe, you know, Rachel Rollins? No. So Do what I? is the, well, she's, she's currently the United the district attorney from Massachusetts, the U.S. attorney from Massachusetts, but she was the uh, Suffolk County DA at the time we were talking about. Oh, yeah. So you might as well tell them the incident because this story was crazy. Okay. So it was um, Christmas Eve and I was leaving a shopping plaza and I got into a road rage incident with Rachel Rollins. But at the time, I had no idea who she was. She tried, she wouldn't let me merge in front of her. So she tried to like gun her big blacked out suv at my little toyota and i don't know thought she was going to intimidate me rolls down her window starts yelling at sean and i all all crazy so i'm like challenge accepted so i got her plate number a picture of her car called the boston police and was like you have an uh, a crazy police officer over here or, or or somebody impersonating i don't really know what's going on but you might want to handle that and they came back and let me know that it was the district attorney of the county and she went on all types of radio shows. She called me. She com she compared her 
me to the woman that had Emmett Till lynched. She called me a drug addict, everything under the sun. So um, I got her Senate nomination for to, to delayed. So she got delayed to become U.S. attorney because of me. Um, I just was relentless for like two years. I, I like ruined her life. <laughs> Joe Tucker liked this story, as you can. Yeah, say. yeah, no, clearly. <laughs> like Senator Tom Cotton was called. Like his his legal counsel was calling me to get like info so they could use it against her on the Senate floor. Oh my God! Wow, that is pretty awesome. Jeez. <laughs> it was. Wild. Yeah, I mean, it was fun. sound like a, a real piece of crap by the sounds of it. Like all those. Are you stories. are you at all political? Were you political at all before this? Oh since no. This? No. Okay. Aren't you a registered Democrat? I was at the time. Yeah. I'm now Did unenrolled you stop because, because of that. Yeah. I became unenrolled because of that. Yep. Because I reached out to the Senate all across every single senator you can imagine, and even the ones here who still nominated her, knowing how she behaved. So that turned me off, and I became unenrolled from there. So. And then I moved I out want, of the city. <laughs> I did want to bring up Joe now. People that follow Turtle Boy, it's kind of like Craigslist, Joe. It has like a negative connotation for some people. Remember we talked yeah. about the Craigslist thing? Yeah. Although Turtle Boy, the stories he breaks are, are incredible if you really think about it. Now, the Canton story right now, do you know about this, Joe? No. Well, like A little over a year ago, this Boston cop got found dead in a snowbank. And it turned out that his, I don't know, was it his wife or girlfriend, Katie? Girlfriend. Girlfriend, girlfriend backed up over him but she was going like five miles an hour. Now, Turtle Boy, I, I don't know if he broke it or he kind of like saw some things. I don't know if it was anywhere else first, but it looks like it was a huge cover-up where the police, the Canton police killed them. Do you have more on that, Katie? Because that's going to be like a Dateline story for sure. Oh, so yeah, this is great. So <laughs> this whole thing was like, yeah, so he they tried to set her up and they went on this whole thing of, they, they formed this whole story because they had the DA involved and the medical examiner's office and anything you can imagine. They lived across the street from the Canton Police Department or something. So they were connected in all aspects. The state police officer that came to check them out, he was like pictured in family parties with them. But what I suspect from what I've read on Turtle Boy, what my conclusion is, is there is the, the son, he's like, a, I don't know, like 19 or something yeah. of the police officer's son who had a problem with the police officer that passed away. And so I think there may have been a little probably alcohol, some words exchanged, and I think it escalated from there. I think the son started it, but basically they planted evidence. So they said like her, um, they said he, she backed into him and broke her taillight but her home camera, her ring, like ring cam catches her actually hitting his truck later on that night and smashing her taillight. There's like an hour of unaccounted, like they don't even know where her car was towed to for over an hour. There's, There's so much stuff. Like the guy who died, his arm was all chewed up with a dog bite. And like yeah. immediately those people got rid of the dog. Like the sold day the after. House. Yeah. Oh yeah. They sold the house. They filled in the Changed pool. Changed the floor. Yeah. Filled in the pool. Uh, mm -hmm. Joe, I guess I need the link because it's crazy. Like it's there's so 23 obvious. stories on them alone. Yeah. And all these Canton police officers, they're all like they're like protecting each other. It's like the weirdest thing. Yeah, it's crazy. It's gonna be um, on dateline. Yeah, it's totally gonna be on dateline. So the reason Katie is on with us, Joe, you remember like uh, a couple shows ago, you said, Do you notice now that you're getting older, you see on Facebook and stuff, people are dying constantly? Yes. And this year is no different. I mean, uh, Katie and I know each other from the Turtle Boy blog. There's a whole bunch of us friends on Facebook. It's just kind of a little community. Uh, uh, um, Nancy Coco Watson's boyfriend died. Unfortunately, Katie's boyfriend of 14 years died. What was what it? Two months ago? March 16th. March 16th. And he was only what? In his early 40s? 48. Oh, he's 48. Mm -hmm. So Katie's been seeing signs. So I decided to do the show on near-death experiences. Joe, do you have that picture of them? Yeah. Like... I love that picture. Oh, <laughs> I pulled that picture up. So do you want to tell us about some of the signs you're seeing? Because this is like such an interesting topic. Okay. So obviously, when you think of the signs, some people will probably automatically write everything off as things are coincidence. But when you think of the signs, you have to go into it. There are no coincidences. Um, but this is a story Todd I've been trying, I've been dying to tell you that happened to me the other day. Yeah. 
So Sunday I went and I got a tattoo um, for him of his, can't really see it, but it's of his handwriting from a card that I had. So I just brought that energy to him and I was kind of talking, talking out loud to him. And I was kind of like, do you like my tattoo type of thing? So the next morning, the next morning I go to Dunkin' Donuts and I went in and the first in the morning, usually my coffee is already ready, waiting for me, ready to go. For some reason it wasn't, there was only one other woman in there. So I didn't know, understand why my stuff wasn't ready. So this woman, she walks in and she orders his coffee, exactly his coffee, how he orders it the whole night. So I was like, all right, I acknowledged it and it went on with my day. So I decided I was going to get a second coffee that day. So I debated back with my friend and I was like, was like, should I go? Should I not go? So she tells me, go ahead, go. Yeah. I get to Dunkin' Donuts. I grab my coffee and I'm walking out. I'm in my own little world. And some guy was like, okay, Reese Witherspoon. And I stopped and I, and I smiled at him. But then I processed what he said. And I was like, I was like, okay, thank you. I get in my car and I start crying. Now, the reason I start crying is because every time Sean and I used to go somewhere, somebody would always come up and call either me, Reese Witherspoon or Brittany Murphy. And we'd always laugh and say no. But that was like the first time that I got a message instantly. I was like, that has to be straight from him. So that was the first time I got a message oh through somebody else through him. But I have like a whole book of yeah. wild things that have been happening to me. Since you do look away. like Reese Witherspoon, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get that a lot. Well, that's funny because I feel like Brittany Murphy from Eight Mile. <laughs> Signs that loved ones are trying to contact you is you'll see coins in weird places. Family dog might be doing stuff, fragrance, blown light bulbs, and toddlers or people could be trying to send you messages. That's some of the things. One yes, of the yep. huge, a huge one, though, is it's funny that the, you're saying that um, the, her, her Jedi's connection is usually fine. Yeah. It's because my electronics, so they connect through, through electronics. They'll come through your TV, your radio, and that's actually how Sean has been connecting through me, like, for since probably like four days after he passed away, he's been connecting through electronics. So I found I was laughing when her stuff is if it's always fine and it's messing yeah. up today. I was like, wow. Yeah. Because I have stories about that. I <laughs> no, wish Sean would cut the shit already. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> he's got a, he's got a sense of humor on him for sure. He does. <laughs> no, Katie, are you a conspiracy person before this or not at all? Um, not really conspiracy. I've kind of I've recently got into a little bit conspiracy, but I've just been a person that's always looked at signs because I lost my, my mother was 44 when she passed away. So I was 21. So I've, and then after that, my dad passed away. So I've always kind of looked for the signs, but I'm not into like conspiracy stuff really. Yeah. Um, Joe, I think we should play that clip. The, um, the doctor thought he went to heaven because he woke up one day with a headache he went to the doc. He went to the doctor, and he had an infection all over his brain. But he somehow saw the light. Let's play that. Experience is proof of heaven, as he's called his new book. He showed us his brain scan. It wasn't leaving any part of my uh, cortex unaffected. So your conclusion is because all of this outer area, which is the higher functioning, was covered with the infection. What you experienced in the coma wasn't part of the brain. Right. Many neuroscientists are deeply skeptical of Evans' claims, arguing his brain must have produced his vision somehow, most likely as he came out of coma. But something else happened. After he recovered, Eben, who was adopted, saw a picture of a sister from his biological family who died years ago, a woman he never knew. And I knew who my guardian angel was on the butterfly wing. It was the most profound experience I've ever had in this life. Your sister, by birth, and from a family that you didn't know because you were adopted, who died several years ago, who you had never met, you saw while you were in coma. Yes. And that was the key. That explained everything. I love hearing stories with that, but my only problem with some of these stories, Joe, is after it's like, okay, now buy my new book. Yeah. Not that I don't believe it, but. We, I, when I was in high school, we had a biology teacher who said that he actually died for a few minutes and had 
and experience. But back then, you know, teachers didn't tell you their personal business too much. So then we just went back to like dissecting a frog. But he yeah. said that it was like an afterlife. Really? <laughs> yeah. Like I love hearing stuff like that. I mean, I, the thing is, Joe, there, there are too many people have the same story for it to just be like some type of like, oh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's like the same story. How can it not be somewhat true? Well, I'll tell you exactly how. Um, because we're all predisposed to what heaven and an afterlife is when we're children. And so you go in there with no objectivity at all. You kind of fall that that's the default thought about what's happening. Joe, right? you're going on the you're going on a Dave Weiss rabbit hole here right now with we're told the earth is flat. <laughs> round, no, round. I'm right. I'm I'm serious. Be, because we are trained as children, and, and you have to understand something that, that between the ages of three and five, the human brain uh is is aware of the idea of a presence without a body it's the age where most kids who have imaginary friends will develop it and it's the reason religion enrolls kids that are between three and five years of age into sunday school that's the time you're going to convince people that it's true. And so by the time you're 21 and you read a science book and you're like, hmm, I don't know. Your brain's already, you already believe that that's what's going on. That's what actually indoctrination is. That stuff that you guys think is trying to trick everyone into being gay. That's actually indoctrination right there. Yeah, but if you're a 60-year-old man and you have a heart attack and you see the light in Quebec with all these stories, that has nothing to do with that. You make your own decisions at that point. Todd, you could drop some acid right now and trip your balls off and tell me that you played gin rummy with Jesus. That doesn't mean it happened. Yeah, these people's stories, they, they seem too realistic and they're not scared anymore. I believe those stories of seeing the light. I think people see what they want to see. Okay, so are wait, so are you so do you think there's an like do you think there's an afterlife? Do you do you believe in like spirit, spiritual world, and spirits? Like, do you believe in that part? Because I, I just want to make sure if I'm following, because I'm going to make a comment depending on your. I opinion. don't believe that there's an afterlife. I don't. Now that said, I did when Todd a couple weeks ago. I told you the story of Bob Anderson. I saw a ghost, a guy you who had do, like, just passed away. Version? You want to do a quick version of that? Yeah, guy died at a radio station, Katie, and uh, one night I was making my rounds across the radio station like a week after he died, and uh, I went and I was in front of a computer screen, and there's like the glass between studios. I looked up, and I saw someone standing behind me. I felt somebody behind me. I thought it was the guy that comes in later at night. Sometimes he comes in early, and... um. I was like, hey, hang on a second, dude. And when I, because I didn't turn around fast enough, I thought I upset him and he like walked out of the room and I followed after the guy. There was nobody in the building. Oh, yeah, that happens to me a lot. Yeah, right. So I, I'm not, I don't believe there's an afterlife. I, I don't know what a spirit is, but. Having had my own experience with one, I, I, here's, here's what I do know, Katie. I know the more I read about science, the more my understanding is, is that matter makes up the entire universe, particularly dark matter. And based on all that quantum bullshit, what that means is, that you've always existed in the universe. So again, I don't know what a spirit is. I told Todd and Jedi, my brother was an EMT and he said somebody died in his arms and he literally felt this. And, and yeah. maybe I, my brother's not a wacky dude. So for my that brother, said my that dad, to me. When my dad passed yeah. away. I, I, I'm inclined to believe that my brother's not making that up. He wouldn't. And my brother's not an insane person. My brother doesn't normally say things that aren't true. I don't know what they are. I tend to think it's more, again, if there's some cosmic energy, which is what made the whole universe exist, then I think your energy can, can be trapped. I think your energy can probably move 
I don't think people are in heaven hanging out with God right now, looking down on us. I think that's a comforting notion. I think it's nonsense. I wouldn't teach my children that. I, 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 you know, death sucks, Katie. And I, my condolences, that's 14 years and to lose somebody, that's got to be devastating on top of having lost your parents over that time. Yeah. You know, again, I think the idea of, of death is scary. We're afraid of death and we don't understand enough about anything. And so it's like the hope of there being another side. But again, I do think that there's something about the energy and yeah, I don't, I don't see why Sean's not coming back. I don't, I'm, I'm not saying that it's, it's not that I've had other experiences with deceased relatives mm-hmm. where, you know, uh, my grandfather died in 1980 and a week after he died, my mother had a dream. And in the dream, he told my mother, uh, she was going to have a blue eyed blonde haired baby. And my parents both have pitch black hair and dark eyes. Two years later, my uh, also in the dream, he gave my mom $5 swear to God, Jedi. Two years later, my grandmother gave my mother his car. It had just been sitting for two years when he passed. My mother gets the car. because a yellow Buick. She opened up the glove box, and there was a $5 bill in the glove box. My younger brother, Tony, who I just mentioned, was born nine months later. And he is a tall, thin, blonde-haired, blue-eyed baby. Right. Makes, like, no sense. My mother's (laughs) a little bit of a lunatic, as I've I've told you guys before, but that's a real thing that happened because she told us about the dream. And then two years later, that crap happened. That was like my niece when my niece was about, I want to say like two or three. She, she had a picture of my mother who had already passed away. She never met her in her room. And one day she went up to my sister-in-law, my brother and said, I don't need to have this picture in in here anymore. And they asked why she she comes to visit me every day and said, she won't come back till I clean my room. And we were like, what the, (laughs) <laughs> so what do you guys like, think I believe about, like it's like, energy what do you guys think about psychics when I was a kid my parents used to always have psychic parties which is a great idea it was, it was a great time people come over have drinks and the psychics would show up at your house but I always think that was kind of like a novelty thing all right as luck would have it Todd I have a great psychic story a couple years ago <laughs> one of my co-workers had a psychic on her radio show And she put an email out and like five or six people from the office were like, oh, I'll do it. And so she like had the list of names and they're all in the studio. And I walked in and I go, let me get in on this because I didn't want them to know I was coming beforehand. Right. Right. A few minutes in. This is awesome. Right. I, I worked for Classic Rock Station in Connecticut. It's the station my wife and her dad grew up listening to. Katie, you're going to cry. But by the way, real Um, quick, sorry. when Joe said that he had a great psychic story, I'm just happy it's not the psychic story with the girl who came on our show. That's (laughs) (laughs) so sold out, right? (laughs) Yeah. So um, that's rough. That's that's um, again, that's another one. Katie, I had a heart attack last year. We had a guest on uh, like six months earlier who told me not to drink so much soda. And then I had a heart attack. See that that lady knew something. <laughs> that lady knew something. Oh, you know, it could be so. Anyway, um, I'm in the studio at the radio station, and um, yeah, the psychic was like, um, J name, his name was John. Um, and he was like, he thinks it's really funny that you're in this studio. Now, the psychic didn't know I worked there. The psychic didn't know me at all. Um, And again, had no warning I was coming. And uh, the fact that he knew that my wife's father liked that station, Todd, there was no explanation for it. And he, uh, psychic told me uh, that we would have um, a very special child. Um, which I think is my daughter. And I think that was him giving us a little heads up that, uh, you know, she would be on the spectrum because she is something else. Um, but yeah, there were, he said a few things in there that like, 
Yeah, I'm right. not stupid, dude. Like I, I, you know, I know I, I could guess things, but like I don't know, dude. He knew too much, way too fast, and it was like, oh my god, dude, how do you know? How do you know this stuff? So there's, and the, again, the idea that he was laughing because I was in the studio, mm-hmm. like he would have found that funny because he was kind of a dork. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Like it, 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 it was just all that. And so again, I, I, I just the energy I believe in. Energy yeah. is something uh, that even science can't deny that that's a real thing. I've right. had I've had experience with psychic mediums too, where I've had my dad came out, and I was on my actually on my way to go to to the reading, and my my oil change light came on, and she just full blast and was like. Who, um, oh no, get that effing car fixed. Cause that's totally how my father would talk, like just dropping F bombs. And I'm like, so I kind of just sat back and didn't really say anything yet. But then she brought up the tattoo that I had just gotten for my dad. Mm-hmm. And he came right out. And he didn't even, he didn't even like, he thought that the spiritual world and all that was nonsense. So that was like, and you, you couldn't, my mother's come out. I've had my mother come full force, like, I'm here, hear me, just, aggressive me just like me so in stuff that she said to me it's just wild so there i think what you, like with the energy thing i would agree with you that there's like the to me like the spirit is the energy of that person so jenna you like full-fledged believe in heaven and god and all that right yes i do but i also do not uh deal with psychics or mediums yeah because they're the devil <laughs> Yes, is do. it like an evil? Is it? Is it? Do you find that evil? Like it's crossing over to the other side? No, I just find that you're not supposed to know. You know, I mean that you might change something if you know. So I just think you know you just got to live your life. Do Do you believe that God has a divine plan for you? In some ways, and I also you know, believe that we're human. So we make mistakes. We screw up our own lives and we have accountability to ourselves and responsibility. Joe, people. I, yeah. So Joe, real quick. You said that, um, so you've done mushrooms and stuff. Have you ever like people take mushrooms to either deal with this or when they take mushrooms, they might feel a different way about this. Has that ever happened with you? No. I mean, I've tripped balls a good like <laughs> half dozen times in my life. And uh no, nah, I've had no it no, not at all. I've seen some shit. I mean, and I have. I saw a ghost. Like, believe me, again, I I grew up Roman Catholic, Katie. Okay. I was an altar boy. Didn't get raped or anything, but just the whole thing still turned me off. Which is how you want to be when you're there, turned off. Ah, uh, come on, I'm gonna keep oh keep coming. That's what they used to say about the altar boys. I'm just joking. Listen, I I uh, I think religion's a beautiful thing. Um, clearly, we are aliens, um, and the the only god is the Anunnaki Jedi, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Uh, the, the bringers of civilization, uh, the ones who brought us math and science and civilization. So, yeah, I, you know, I, I saw something, Jedi, I'd like to talk to you more about this on another day, but, uh, we're, we're humans have a 25 hour cycle and we we're supposed oh, we to talked be about last week. Yeah. 24 hour planet. Like things don't, things don't jive out right with us. And I, I, I'm, I'm telling you, dude. Was ta- some guy was telling me about the book of Enoch today, which I already know about. But like, I don't know. I think Science something's going on. Science can't prove everything. Science has gaps. So if mm-hmm. there's gaps, then you know. Then God, it's the God not 100% gap. percent either. Yeah. Joe, do you think it's insane that people are going to church on Sundays and giving like 10 percent of their yes. like a hundred percent? That's going to a dude. Yeah, that, that's, that's going to a guy named John, and he's using it for all sorts of bullshit. Uh, that's again my big problem with religion. If you want to, not for nothing, uh, as a Roman Catholic, I could tell you go read Matthew chapter 23, where God says, Jesus says, Don't call anyone but God in heaven father or rabbi or teacher. 
and it's what we refer to our holy people as. I mean, Jesus literally said, don't do that. Jesus said, don't go to church, that your relationship with God is in the temple, and he pointed to his own head. So the religious people are doing it wrong anyway, literally Joe, felt, not yeah. listening to what the guy said in the first place. So I, I fell asleep on the couch. I one agree day, with that. Yeah. yeah. You know, Jedi, I'll be honest. If if they sold church just on the stuff Jesus said, they'd make a killing. They would absolutely make a killing. Jesus would be a liberal socialist. He would be a Bernie Sanders supporter if he was if he was alive today. Joe, I fell asleep on the couch like a little uh, a couple of years ago or something. And I turned the, the TV was on. I didn't have the clicker and it was on one of the televangelist shows. And they were like collecting like, seriously, they were like, we need $900, and they had that ticker yeah. on the bottom yeah. counting up. And it was like... Well, it was we've like a, talked, that we've done a whole show on It was like a thousand, Joe, it was like a thousand <laughs> people. The ticker was going up so fast. I'm like, who are these people? Yes. They can't money. wait to hand wait, their money the over to, a, to, to, these, to these people. Dude, you see the guy that's like, I needed a jet plane because he didn't want to travel... In a dirty, disgusting tube with demons. That's how he oh, yeah, uses the wrong. rest of us. Fuck that guy. If that guy's a representative of God, I'm not interested in God at all. Yeah. No, Joe, I brought the psychedelics because we talked about Joe Rogan a lot. Now, DMT is like a whole nother thing than like mushrooms and stuff. And anyone that goes on DMT, it's like that. What? It's the toad. It's the toad warts or whatever that they they extract and smoke they always see wacky things and they always there are atheists joe that smoke dmt and they're like okay i believe in god now let's play that joe rogan clip when i i never felt a thing that felt so much like not making me hallucinate but like right. it was taking away a hallucination yes and that is such there's something so terrifying about that but it's also like wow that's great like right and uh it, it, it you just you feel like there has to be just based on the shit you would see, even if it's just shit in your head, you're like, why would that even be in my head? It's it's entirely possible that whatever the fuck consciousness is can pass from this stage into another stage. And the, the only reason why I would hesitate to say that's exactly what happens is because there's no proof one way or another. But it's it's See, all that pineal gland shit is yeah. not proven. They don't know that DMT comes. I can't now. handle no, no, anymore. No, they do now. Yeah, they do now. <laughs> really? Yeah, the Cottonwood Research Foundation. They did a uh, series of tests with rats, and they proved that live rats have uh, DMT produced by the pineal gland. Really? Now it doesn't necessarily mean that humans do too, but they're pretty sure they do. Did you like? They um, also know that your your lungs produce it and your liver produces it. That's a fact. Really? So yeah. So your body's producing DMT, hundred percent. Yeah, I'm so interested in that stuff. <laughs> what, Joe? Anytime Joe Rogan says 100%, I'm like, maybe 70. <laughs> maybe 70, bro. I don't know. Did Jamie look that up? I, I don't know, guy. You can't just say something to go 100%. That, that's not a thing. Cite a source, you dumbass. <laughs> Jesus. So, Katie, what are some other things? Because this, I think it's pretty cool. Katie's been keeping a journal since her boyfriend passed away. What was the thing with the birds? Oh, okay. So, the whole thing is that my my godson's mother had a, a dream about Sean, and in her in her dream, she was like, "Sean's going to come to you in the birds. Do you know what I'm talking about?" So, when she explains to me, I know exactly what she's talking about because there's literally a bird's nest on my porch. So, it started with I was just like oh whatever like he's gonna visit you with the birds like i don't know just like he's gonna be around and i'm looking at the birds or something didn't know so i was just talking with one of my friends and we were talking about just spirits and things things like that that can happen and all of a sudden a bird got stuck in my fireplace so we have like the wood stove with the big pipe that goes up um and i didn't know how to get it out so it's flapping. My cat's going ape crap, like all over the place, jumping on the fireplace, trying to jump up. The bird's flapping away. And I'm like, how am I getting this? I need Sean to get the bird. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? So this is the game we're playing. I got to get this bird out. So I I went outside and figured a, a, a way to, to pull the thing out, pull a piece down so that the bird could get out. I come back in and I have, a, I actually have a camera set up on the bird cam because... 
I'm not a bird lady, but I'm more like a Nat Geo, Cat Geo, you know. A little <laughs> bit of a bird lady. <laughs> okay, maybe a little. Because I do send my friends the videos to make them watch it too, so I don't feel so bad about myself. <laughs> so the bird cam is set up. So I come back in the house, and all of a sudden I, I hear activity at the at the nest, and I look in the screenshot of the bird cam was legitimately an angel. So like the video where it stops on the screen, it was an angel. I sent it to everybody just to make sure I wasn't making it up in my head because yeah. I wanted to see an angel. But I Todd, I sent it to you, right? You've seen it, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm can it's an angel. There is no denying it. Um, I've seen morning doves that I've never seen. Even my neighbor was like, Where are these two morning doves coming from? Sitting on my back porch, just chilling, hanging out. Um starling a starling bird it's a black bird that kind of looks like it has a, a rainbow kind of oil spill to it look they're not even really common i guess around here and there's been three of them just lurking around my house hanging out so i mean that's, so that's cool. some of the signs there um the electronics like he's been coming through my electronics so we always had this thing because he'd watch videos on his phone so so loud so i was, I was like turn down the volume turn down the volume turn down the volume since he's passed away, my TV, the volume can't go up or down. I've reprogrammed it. I've changed the batteries. The volume mm -hmm. does not work since the last day that he was here. That's so do cool. you think he's he's stuck in, in your house? Do you think I think he's, he's just messing with like me. Unrested soul? Oh, no. I think he's doing it intentional just to, to come mess with me because he... When he passed, he knew that I always look for the signs for my parents. I always acknowledge them. So I just think that that's his way of, I guess, messing with me because that's the type of person that he, he's like that type of person. So he'd do things because he thinks it's funny to see me not be able to turn down TV and stuff like that. Do you think um, it's at, do you think at this point it's too many things to just be a coincidence? I don't believe in coincidences. I don't believe in them at all. And this book is about right. 10 pages of what some will call coincidences like some in in yeah. maybe some of them i'm wanting them to be a sign and they're not yeah. but some of it is just too significant he has a yeah. twin sister so she's saying things that she doesn't even say to me like that he would say to me it just coming right out of her mouth right so we had a show on what was that joke called isn't that a coincidence listen to how freaky this is katie so i want to do a conspiracy podcast just because i think it's kind of fun but i wanted to have a girl co-host because then anyone can there's always there's tons of shows with two guys so i posted an ad jedi was it the red it was the reddit one right reddit it was on I Reddit. posted an ad on reddit saying i want to start a podcast uh conspiracies looking for a girl Jedi responds to me. We talk on the phone about conspiracies, this and that. Uh, Joe's Joe's thinking like this is so weird. I love so, this. Me and Jedi speak. I don't know two or three times on the phone. We're texting, and then one day we're talking, and just in passing, I said, "How old are you?" She tells me we're the same age. I'm like, "Oh, it's cool." I'm like, uh, "What month are you born?" She's like, "July," and I just said, "Don't tell me your birthday is July 14th." She goes, "How do you know?" I'm like. This is insane. We're born like 10 hours apart. We want to do a conspiracy wow, podcast. <laughs> like, so weird. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. There are no coincidences. There are no coincidences. And I think On that's too like sides of the country, too. Yeah. <laughs> right? And like you're brought... Exactly. You know, Katie, interesting that you say that because I'm, I'm a person, like, I can buy a coincidence. Like one thing, like oh, all right. That, when you get beyond that, it was, it was the same thing when Bill Cosby, when the rape allegation started coming. When it was one or two, it's like, oh, maybe they're making it up. And then it's like, there's 37 women, and you're like, yeah, he probably did it. You know, <laughs> you get to yeah. 62, and you're like, this guy's just a serial rapist. Right. So yeah, I think when you're seeing a pattern of things, yeah, the idea of coincidence is I th I think impossible. Right. Yeah. And you and, and there are times that some of these things happen and I'll just get like even an overwhelming feeling like that there's a presence around me or I'll get chills or something just it's it's hard to explain the feeling but 
I, I, what I was saying to my friends is that ever since he's passed away, people are like, are you lonely? Are you alone? And I'm like, the odd thing is, is that I get lonely, but I, I don't ever feel alone because the presence, I literally feel his presence. I can feel him lean on the couch, like with his hand to the armrest of the couch. I can, I can feel these things. And I know I've, somebody's listen. some listeners are like, this chick is crazy, but <laughs> I, it's, but it's real. It's really Jedi. Jedi. What what Katie's saying right now is something on one of our most recent shows. Do you remember one of our most recent shows? When you're alone, but you don't feel alone. Oh yeah, God, right. We just did that. The the third man syndrome. Yeah. And we did we did a show on that. And someone is there. Katie, that's uh third man third man syndrome is like when you're say you were like climbing Mount. Everest or something and you get like this overwhelming feeling like someone's there helping you to the point where one guy like took out a sandwich or something and went to hand it to the person next to him because he had that strong of a feeling that like someone was with him like helping him yeah I believe it I believe I I believe like because you it's a fan like it's just a feeling that you know is different it's you can't describe it it's just there's a, a presence there in People have described it as what somebody said to me is that it's been described as if you've ever had somebody break into your house and you've come home, they say I that's never happened to me, but they say that that's kind of like the feeling that you get because you somebody was in your house, even you know somebody was in your house, so you always have that feeling when you go in your house thinking somebody's in your house, so you get that feeling. That's me. Like I walk into the house and I feel things. He worked overnight, so yeah. about five o'clock in the morning, I'll feel a cool breeze. Like the door opens and the door is not open. Well, that's crazy. Yeah, the third man syndrome, they said it's kind of like adrenaline is in your body. That's something you can't like see or you just know it's there. That's like the third man syndrome is kind of like the same. So are we in agreement that the Ouija board is stupid? I have that in my notes here. Do you guys well, believe in that? Stupid. No, I've heard a couple stories, you know, heard a couple stories. Yeah. I had one when I was like 12 and we pushed it and i i pushed it yeah. and pretended that we didn't and everybody yeah right Every, that's what everyone does <laughs> like, the, the real test God, i didn't get the ouija boards i mean the, the real test is to like blindfold yourselves and then try it it's not gonna work but so but all right so listen if you guys believe there's spirits and you guys believe in afterlives and if you guys believe in even just in energy why couldn't a Ouija board work? Parker Brothers. You're sitting there holding the Ouija board. So your 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 energy is just moving it. You're not completely still and you got your hands and everybody's got their hands on this little thing that's supposed to slide across across the board. Like your vibrations are moving that. Well, has it ever yeah. even spelt a word before? Energy. That's what it is, though. It's about moving energy, I think. I don't think it's the same kind of energy. And I don't have a reason to back up what I'm saying. I'm just going with the fact that that's just what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, you guys, no. you guys associate that with evil. That's why. That's exactly why. Yep, Satan. It's evil. It's like it, it's unlocking the door. Now that's the other thing. Do you guys believe in a hell? I do. If there's I an afterlife, is there a hell? Yeah, people mm-hmm. have had near death experiences where it was horrible. You, you only hear about the good ones, but people have had bad ones where they think they're in hell. I would assume if I died, it was a bad experience. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, hey, how's that guy doing? Not good. <laughs> Nothing good going on here. Uh, yeah. Because so the interesting thing about hell is, is, you know, it's not in the Bible. They don't ever mention hell. It's the only time it's mentioned is in the book of Revelation. And those guys were tripping balls. I think it's funny, Joe, that you're an atheist or whatever, but you know more about the Bible than anyone I know. Well, because again, dude, like I was into it. I read yeah. it. I studied it. I had, I had really good priests. I went to Catholic school. I went to a Catholic high school my freshman year. I read the, I was super into the religion and I asked a lot of questions and they never had good answers. And after about five or six years of just steadily, I was like, they're, they're just deflecting because they have no idea. And I went and did my own research, and when I did, I was like, oh, this is all bullshit. That's why they don't want to answer my question. This was literally questions. an episode of um, Young Sheldon. This exact situation happened on Young, Young Sheldon. He, like, I've, researched. 
That I've never story. seen that, Joe, but I, 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 he's smart. I do know young yep. Sheldon's smart. I, I, it's like, I want to believe that stuff. I would love to believe that stuff. But even, even at that, you know, if you really read the Bible and what heaven is, you're basically groveling at the foot of the creator for eternity. That doesn't sound like fun to me. I'd almost rather be in hell. Because it, it, it uh, my guess is the company's much, much more interesting. <laughs> it's probably fun down there. Yeah. I would think so. A little and hot. A little hot. You, yeah. But a good time. Have you guys ever Pretty watched any of those ghost hunting shows? <laughs> with the, the shows yeah. with, the, yep. with the 60 writers, Joe? I love that stuff. And it's Yeah, but it's it, you, you guys don't believe in any of that, do you? Ghost hunters. Blair Witch Project. <laughs> So again, I'm not like, again, listen, I don't believe in like, um, Beetlejuice. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. I definitely saw a ghost. Yep. I know I did. And Katie, by the way, I had, I had goosebumps when it happened. And as it turned out, the, the guy that came on after me actually ended up showing up about 40 minutes later and he walked in the door and he looked at my face. And he said, hey, are you all right? You look like you've seen a ghost. It's literally the words that came out of his mouth. He yeah. had also, uh, he hadn't seen the ghost, that guy. He had been hearing voices coming from the bathroom on the overnight. And the way he saw it, he said, okay, and he knew the guy that died a little bit better than I did. They were both gay. And they both went to the same gay club in Portland, Maine. And he said to me, Bob knows I'm kind of a chicken shit. And I think that's why I heard voices. I didn't see them. And they say ghosts will only give you as much as you can handle. And so, right, if Sean showed up, uh, you would probably freak the fuck out right now. That would be great, though. <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, they say to to on your point, though, what they say is that if you like acknowledge the signs, like yeah. when you say like, "Oh, hey, whatever, so and so, mom, Sean, whatever," you do see them more too, like because because you're encouraging yeah. the, the the energy. If you said that you saw Sean walk in the door tonight, I would then say Katie's lost her fucking mind. Okay. <laughs> like, what is she on? <laughs> right. The fact that you're seeing these signs and they're pretty frequent, that that seems to me like that there's that there's definitely um a, a greater force at play here. That mm -hmm. I a hundred percent believe. Mm -hmm. Right. Again, I think it, it would fuck you up something fierce if the ghost of Sean were to show up in your apartment tonight. Yeah. And I don't think you were mentioning that Sean sort of is fucking with you a little bit, having a little fun. He was a playful guy, I assume. Yes. It's, it's in his nature. So um, he knows if he were to give you more that it could potentially fuck you up. It would be too much for you to handle. Maybe you would have a fucking breakdown. And so it's the subtle. I don't think you're crazy for seeing signs. And I don't think you're looking and I don't think you're reaching. I do think you're noticing and I do think there's something to that. And I think that's great. And he's screwing with Jedi. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. I've Even never like the had TV. this much distortion. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. telling you that my TV will get lines through it. I'll, um, if you're listening, like if I have my phone plugged into my car, I'll get like static a little on one particular song and it's, it sounds almost like, you know, like when you have the radio dial between two stations and you get that, yeah. that happens to, to one specific song. And I'm like, I, what, what's happening to the point where one day it was so overwhelming because I kept replaying the song to see if it would happen again. And then I got myself all emotional. So oh. I was like, let um, me see. And it was happening. Did never want like to go to Hawaii? <laughs> my brother, he didn't, but I always have. My brother was stationed in Hawaii, but he knew he probably would come to Hawaii because my grandfather's name is on the Pearl Harbor Memorial. Oh. Oh, wow. Yes, he was a pilot in Pearl Harbor. Hmm. So, Joe, before we wrap up, I do want to play. I, I always think it's kind of funny how I was telling you guys earlier, like the freakiest thing for me was that 
three men and a baby ghost, which seems kind of crazy. Now let's play that clip. Do you guys remember them? What's your name? Mary. Mary. Oh, Mary. <laughs> Look at the way she's looking at me. <laughs> For a moment there, I had her laughing. Sitting in the window, and then people were saying the story about how like a little boy died like right before the taping, which is probably bullshit. But do you guys remember that at the time or not really? Yeah, I remember that. I remember <laughs> seeing that movie in the theater. Yeah, right. But but the thing with the ghost that came up. Yeah, much later. yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, oh, dude. I mean, I I think I talked with somebody about that like three or four years ago, like in the more recent. Yeah, right, right. Oh right, right, God, right. yeah. <laughs> Didn't they also say something similar like that from um, the Wizard of Oz? Yeah, they said that the the scarecrow got hung or the Tin Man. Yeah, something. And, mm-hmm. and it looked like they were getting hanged hanged in the background. Yes. <laughs> um, so it's kind of funny that I think Sean's been messing with Jedi. Jedi seems like she still doesn't have the greatest connection. Joe, I'm curious if we're gonna get that that witty one liner at the end, or if we're gonna have to come up with something. Jedi, what do you got for us? No, uh, she's not gonna be there. So check us out on Clovercrest Media. Joe, how many podcasts now? Uh, forty six. That is incredible. Now we've been going at this for two years. It's funny, Joe, because I have two friends that started podcast. Actually, I have three people. One posted like on the town page, like please listen to my podcast. Another one posted on Facebook, like oh my god, this podcast life. No one sticks with it. So it's kind of been like a a good testament. I mean. This girl the other day was like, this podcast license has one show, Joe. <laughs> We're going at Todd, it every week. There are 3 million registered podcasts. 18% have been active in the last six months. Right, yeah. that, that. Half the battle is having someone like you, Joe, because if I had to edit the shows, we wouldn't be still around. That's for sure. <laughs> That's the trick, dude. It's about, you know, and I'll say this testament to the both of you guys, because, you know, I mean, as as civilians, as I call you, uh, as non broadcasters <laughs> to understand the idea. And Todd, I mean, Todd, totally. Not that you don't, Jedi, but he off the bat pretty much told me, like, you got to do it every week. Right. And I was like, yeah, you do. Um, it's that consistency. And I mean, you know, when we, we missed a couple of weeks when, when I had my, my health itch issue, um, you know, uh, the, the people that they're looking for that, you know, and, and they had been getting it consistently for like 80 weeks in a row, you know, that's right. how you build an audience. And that's how you build loyalty is by putting the product out. And that is, as you said, that is the whole trick is going about doing it every week because it's hard and life gets in the way as you guys both know oh yeah you know shit happens and and people fall off doing it it's it's terrible i i gotta constantly be up people's asses to remind them really actual obligation (laughs) their own show yeah dude every now and again you gotta hit people up and be like hey i haven't done a show in like two months everything all right like uh you know it's always something and then you know they want to do it it's hard and it's easy you know what it is todd it's easier not to do stuff right yeah so you get a podcast you've done a few episodes you got a podcast i'm gonna take this week off and then six weeks later, you're like, do I even have a podcast, really? You know? Yeah. And, Joe, the weeks, like, it's so fast. It's like, oh, wait a minute. It's already Wednesday again? Oh, I know. Dude, every time. Just so our listeners know, for, like, the last five or six weeks, Jedi, back me up here. Todd's like, let's do a show early in the week. We'll try to double up. We'll do a bone. Like, get ahead. Never. Yeah. It's always like, it's always <laughs> like late Wednesday night, I get like a which is scheduled tomorrow and Friday. <laughs> hey, but <laughs> yo, you're, you're, you're so screwed up that you're posting shows on the wrong days. You post oh my God. Day. Yes. Oh my God. You guys. And, and it's funny, <laughs> right? We did the show last Thursday and we release on Friday. Cause again, you, we, we, you never know what day we're going to record on. Katie, I thought it was Friday last yeah. Thursday. <laughs> And it wasn't until Todd, you would you text me like two hours after I posted the episode? I still yeah, thought I didn't it was care or anything. I, I still just... I still thought it was Friday. Yeah. I still thought it was Friday. <laughs> and it wasn't until you were like, Did you post the thing today? As soon as you said that, I was like, it's not Friday. 
<laughs> yeah, it was like three o'clock in the afternoon, and I had been operating on Friday all day, all day, all day. Wow. Well, I I think I think Sean gave Jedi her connection back, so maybe we can wrap it up now, Jedi. I think that does it. I know it's been crazy all show, cutting me out and distortion. I couldn't hear half the things that you guys were saying. It was very but, funny. Um, Thanks, Katie. It's like there's only room for one woman on here. Let me mute her. <laughs> All eyes on Katie. <laughs> so, Marks, the end is here. Check us out on Crimes, Conspiracies, and Beyond. Again, thank you, Katie, for coming on our show. And I'll see you all in the next life. Thank you.